Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me with Wednesday Night Prayer Time together. There's a lot to pray about. We're a day after Election Day has taken place, and we're still looking to see who will become President of the United States. As a Christian, we're called to pray for all those who are in authority over us. So no matter what political party wins this election, we are called to pray and to lift up those in power over us, and also to pray for one another and our fellow brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, there's a lot to pray for tonight, and I know that many of you are still struggling through COVID and being in in your houses, and my, hearts go, my heart goes out to you. I know that all of our hearts here in, at Everett Hills are just wanting for things to get better, and Lord, to provide a way for us to join back together in a solemn assembly to pray and praise God together. Tonight, I want to begin with some scriptures, though, that draws our hearts uh, to this matter of prayer for one another and for our authorities over us. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 2, it says these words, I urge you then, for, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and those in authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. That scripture reminds us that we are called to be kind of those folks inside of a society that points people to Christ, praying for everyone around us, even the authorities over us, that their hearts would be changed, their lives would be uh, drawn closer to God in order that we all might live in a land that's more peaceful, more God-fearing, and that we all may live according to God's word, and that people's hearts will be in line with God instead of away from God. But even if their hearts are aligned away from God, our hearts should always be aligned to God. And part of being aligned to God is praying for those, even our enemies, that comes against us, even those who might persecute us. And so we are called by Scripture to pray for those around us. 1 Peter 2.17 says these words, Show proper respect to everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor, Romans 13.1 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Jeremiah 29.7 says these words, Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because of it, it because if it prospers, you will also prosper. And so these Scriptures remind us that we are called to pray and to make a difference in our community. So it's not like we go by things uh, and look at things and just pray for things and be passive. It means that we pray for things, respect other people, love them and pray for them, but also try to uh, hopefully turn your city, your country towards the living God. And so uh, there is a scripture that we refer to quite often, and it's found in Second Chronicles chapter 7. Verse 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. And so we got a lot of healing that needs to be taking place in our land. We need a revival. Uh, you know, we, we should always try to... Align uh, our hearts and help choose those in uh, positions of authority that maybe have a heart aligned towards God. But even at that, politics will not solve the issues of our nation. A revival, a turning back to God, will solve the issues of our nation. And so we need to continue to pray for our nation to see a God fearing revival take place. 
and that the love of God will spread across our nation again. If that happens, then a lot of the things that we have issues with will take care of themselves because people's heart will be aligned to God's. So if you don't mind, join me for a prayer right now for, to pray for our nation. Heavenly Father, we just come before you now. We ask you, dear Lord, to bring a revival to our nation. Father, send a sweeping revival across the hearts and minds of everyone who lives in this nation that will turn to you and love you and desire to know you more, that we'll, we'll practice what you say in your word, to, to live in such a way that we pray for one another and care for one another and do unto others as we have them do unto ourselves. Father, again, I just ask you for this. We pray that, dear Lord, you will not hesitate, that you will bring this revival upon us, that people will come and flood the churches and hear your word, and that the people in the churches will preach your true word, not a, not a watered-down type of your word, but, Father, what is written in Scripture. Father, help us be strong and faithful during times of persecution. Help us be strong and faithful in times of uh, when people want to make us cower in fear. Father, just let us, dear Lord, know that we all stand in the presence of you and that we live for you on a daily basis. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to also pray for those who might come into power. We might not know who that is right now. We might have a different president by the end of the week uh, than we have now. And so I'd like to just pray for the one who's coming into power uh, and leading our country. So if you don't mind, join me in prayer. Father God, whoever you bring into the place of the presidency, uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, Father, we pray for them. We pray for their life and pray for the wisdom. We pray for the vice presidents, dear Lord, that serves underneath them. We pray that they love you and come to know you in a powerful and intimate way. If they did, dear Lord, do this, then dear Lord, we know that our country would be better off. And so, Father, we ask you, dear Lord, to help them continue to grow in the wisdom of you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name. Amen. We also have many things to talk about as a church family tonight. We are uh, doing some great, incredible things here in our church. The, the Thursday night tent, Thursday night, the, sorry, the Thursday day tent, a prayer tent is a wonderful blessing. We're seeing lives being changed by it. Monday nights, we have still our hospitality heal, and that's been going well. Uh, we also have this coming Wednesday, Operation Christmas Child Shoebox Ministry. Uh, it's going to be happening next Wednesday, not tonight. This is Wednesday, but next Wednesday, we're going to be able to pack a lot of shoeboxes and send them around the world to deserving children and get to see the love of Christ through a small gift that we give them. Also, I want to encourage you to give for our building campaign uh, for our repairs that we need to take place in our B-Wing building. We're halfway there, but we need about uh, 80000 more to really get to the place we need to be able to make all the repairs that is needed. And so uh, we have done really well. We've raised over 100, right 100 plus thousand dollars have been raised towards this project. And we need about $80,000 more. So if you don't mind, continue to pray what God wants you to do, how he wants you to help out in this situation. Listen, he wants us to keep going forward together. And I know if we do things for God's kingdom, work together for God's kingdom, he'll always bless us. So just think about that. Consider that. And I love you all. I hope you're having a great night. Hope that you guys will just trust and lean upon God every day of your life because He is the one who's worthy. He's the one who sustains. He is our living God. God bless you. Have a good night.